title of the message is A Spiritual Mind. A Spiritual Mind. <clears throat> you know, uh, it's very common for when people come up in a prayer line or, and they, they really have no spiritual understanding, many people, about themselves. And, uh, you know, why have I got this problem? Why is this happening in my life? I'm sick. And more often than not, which is quite natural, and the emphasis being on the word natural, is they'll tell you what the doctor said, they'll tell you how they feel, and a lot of their understanding is natural, from the natural senses. So there are two minds. There's the natural mind, or very often the natural mind is very similar to the carnal mind, and there's spiritual understanding. There's the spirit mind, Holy Spirit mind. So there are two minds, the natural or carnal, and there's the spirit mind. There are two. One is spiritually minded, one is sense-minded. Romans 8 verse 5, For those who live according to the flesh... So we could say you're living according to your sense knowledge, what you know from this life, what people have told you, the opinions of others, what the doctor said, what the bank manager said, what you, what's happening at work, what you see, what you hear. You're living your life. Those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, the spirit, the things of the Spirit. Those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. This is what I was saying about praying for people. People will tell you all their problems, of what they know from their sense knowledge, but we are to work in with a spirit mind or the mind of Christ directed by the Spirit of God the, the mind of Christ, the spirit mind, is directed by faith. It's not directed by what you see, what you hear. So, for example, with the Sydney outdoor event, I believe the Lord said to me, put it on my heart, if you look at the forecast, the weather forecast, you'll ruin the event. So I never looked, never looked at the weather forecast. And after the event finished, we've had rain. It's, we're going into summer. And today and yesterday, it's been quite cold here. It's spring, but it's very cold. You'd never have an event. But the Lord put it on my heart, just trust him. So the spirit mind, the spiritual mind, the spiritual understanding is not looking at the weather forecast the spiritual understanding is looking to Jesus. It's spirit-minded. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. When you worry, worry, worry about things, how can you have peace? So worry will rob your communion with the Holy Spirit and the direction that God has for you. You have to 
cast all your anxieties, the Bible says, on him, for he cares about you. Because the carnal mind, that fleshly mind that's based on sense knowledge, is enmity with God, enmity against God. That means that the natural mind is an enemy of God because the natural mind is basing its judgments and beliefs on what it sees, feels from natural understanding. For it is not subject to the law of God, that is the word of God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. So if you live your life with a natural mind, that's, that's how you run your life. Your life cannot please God. But if you live your life meditating in the Word of God, allowing the Word of God to become how you think, what you believe, it begins to affect the way you perceive things. You begin to look through the lens of God's Word. Your priorities are His Word, the things of his word, the kingdom of God, then your life will please him. So the person who is spirit-minded, who has spiritual understanding from heaven, he has authority that the natural and carnal person does not have. The spiritually-minded person, those who live in Christ, have authority to judge the natural world. When I say judge, I mean to see correctly what others do not see. So others will see someone's got cancer, but the spirit-minded person can see that person healed, even though the doctors say they're going to die. We had that wonderful testimony of Sylvia. Like The doctor's like, well, you're going to die, and we'll just give you medication or whatever to help you until you're dead. And all the cancers shriveling up, shriveled out of the brain. That huge tumour like a football is gone. Uh, there is another level that you can think. You can think in a different realm. And when you think in that realm, which is thinking in the Word of God, then you will have authority over the natural realm. But if you think according to the natural realm, you have no authority. Because in the, spirit, the spiritual realms, what gav, governs the natural. 1 Corinthians 2.13 2, These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches. So he's saying the things that we speak, therefore the things that we think, we, we receive not from man's wisdom, but which the Holy Spirit is teaching us. So we compare spiritual things with spiritual things. He's, he's working in a different realm. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. So true understanding does not begin with your head. True understanding begins with the heart. Yes. So when the Holy Spirit, when you are baptized in the Holy Spirit by Jesus, your heart is being changed 
and you are receiving a new mind. Hallelujah. True thinking begins in the heart. Hallelujah. That's why you need Jesus in your heart. Because very often the way you think is governed by your attitudes of the heart. Praise God. And it's in the heart that you have fellowship with Jesus. And it's the heart that receives revelation of the Word of God. It's the heart that receives the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It's the heart that gets direction from heaven. It's your heart that really does the thinking in the spiritual realm. So the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he who is spiritual, listen to this, he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged rightly by no one. So at this level of having a spiritual mind, you are thinking in Christ and you have authority and can see clearly. That's what it means to judge. You can discern clearly. You see evil. You see good. You see, see what the Lord wants to do. You see clearly in people's lives. You see about their marriage. You see about, about the autism. You see about their cancer. You see clearly. You see the demons that are operating, affecting them. But a man like that or woman who is operating in, at that level who is in Christ, like the Apostle Paul, is rightly judged by no one. So someone else who's in your life, or an unbeliever, they don't believe the Word of God, they accuse you, they slander you, they condemn you, and all of this stuff comes against you, but they can rightly not judge you because you're at a different level. And there's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And I tell you what, you hang on to Jesus, hang on to him, and the Lord will vindicate you because vengeance belongs to God. Amen. You know, someone who is natural or carnal-minded, it's hard to talk to them. <laughs> it's hard to talk to them about spiritual things. And that's what Paul found. Have you got people in your life and they're so full of their own ideas and their philosophies and, you know... I was, I, I was talking to a man and I said to him, can I tell you a story? I was going to tell him a miracle. And he said, no. He said, I'm an atheist. I don't want to hear. <laughs> and uh, 1 Corinthians 3.1, And I, brethren, could not speak to you as spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it. What is it that stops people from being able to receive the Word of God? What is it that in your life that stops you from hearing the deep things of the Word of God? It's flesh. That's what Paul found. And even now, you're still not able to receive the solid food, spiritual food, for you are still carnal. For where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? For when one says, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are you not carnal? When one says, I'm a Catholic, I'm a Pentecostal, I'm a Episcopalian, I'm a Church of England, I'm a Baptist, you know, are you not still carnal? 
we are children of heaven. So make God's thoughts, and what are his thoughts? His word. Make his word your mind, what you think. Think his word. You know, some of you, you're thinking about your situation, all these negative thoughts. Where do negative thoughts come from? From the devil. Think his word. For example, in Jeremiah 29, 11, for, God says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Almost every person who's demonised suffers from negative thinking, suicidal thoughts perhaps, uh, depression, anxiety, worry, 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 worry. You've got to take those thoughts captive and begin to think the Word of God. Yes, the Lord has thoughts of peace, not of evil. He's giving me a future and a hope, giving me a future and a hope. Doctors say you're going to die of cancer. He's given me a future. He's given me a hope. You know, you, doctors say I've got bipolar. I've got depression. I've got this. I've got that. He gives you a future. And you need to say it in your heart. Say it in your mind. Take on that spiritual mind and get rid of the carnal mind that's useless. Praise God. So pull down the strongholds of the enemy. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Praise God. You know, the spiritually minded person, he's using spiritual weapons. Praise God. You with me? The spiritually minded person is using spiritual weapons to pull down, pull down, pull down. You know, one of the great spiritual weapons is love. Wow. You know, that unbelieving person in your life, that person who's full of animosity and accusation, love them, love them. Love will neutralize the enemy. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments. You know, you cannot you know, walk in the Lord and maintain, sustain and keep those strongholds of your mind, those arguments and everything. You know, you've been told, you've been thinking, oh, I'm always going to be poor. I'm never going to have a good job. I'm always going to be sickly. I'll always have this schizophrenia. I'll always have this depression. Cast them down. Take hold of them. Cast them down. Take the word of God. Think the word. Believe the word. Act the word. Yes, act it out. Praise God. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. I want you to reach out your hand, okay? Act this out. Reach out your hand and then take hold of that thought, that thought of the enemy. Grab it. Grab it right now and cast it down. Cast it down. Put it under your feet, under your feet. And now I want you to stamp on it. Amen. So spiritual understanding comes by faith. Oh, Shanda Maharabha Spiritual understanding comes by faith. If you do not believe, how will you ever understand? 
Romans 12:3. For I say through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. You know, you know, it is a wonderful thing to hear from God. Some people are uh, hyper-spiritual. Oh, God said to me this and God said to me that, and they are not thinking soberly. But when God speaks to you and you know he's spoken to you, then you can think soberly. That is, you can think truly in a way that pleases God and you can move on in your life. Praise God. I love the story in Luke 7 of the centurion whose servant was dying and, uh, and he sends his friends to Jesus and he says, Lord, do not trouble yourself for I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Therefore, I do not even think myself worthy to come to you, but say the word and my servant will be healed. Wow. He had a spiritual mind. He saw things by faith. Lord, I'm not worthy you come under my roof. But Lord, just say the word. My servant will be healed. What a spiritual mind. Spiritual mind works by faith. So I just want to list and just take some time to teach. I want to list some of the differences between a carnal mind and a spiritual mind. You ready? The carnal mind relies on human ability and resources. The spiritual mind relies solely on God. The, the carnal mind, for example, will use manipulation, anger, various ways to control people because the carnal mind is not trusting God about those people. So that the natural mind, the carnal mind, is looking for natural resources, natural ways of changing things. Whereas the spiritual mind is relying upon the Lord. The carnal mind inherently is self-centered and relies upon yourself. You know, we have a, a saying here in Australia and perhaps in the UK, you have to pull yourself up by the bootstraps. That means no one else is going to help you. You have to do it. Rely on yourself. And, and that way of thinking is cursed and it's part of the, the natural mind. Paul says, not that, this is 2 Corinthians 3.5, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God, who also made us sufficient as ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit, for the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. So out of this sense of trust, of faith in the Lord, the spiritual mind is keen, is focused on giving glory to God. But the natural mind gives glory to man. So I was uh, at an event uh, recently and a couple came up and they said to me, congratulations, Mark, on your ministry. And I said to them, no, this is what the Lord has done. To him be the glory. 
And they said to me, yeah, Mark, we understand all that, but no, congratulations. And I'm like, I, I was thinking it was God who saved me from cancer. It was God who saved me from homelessness. It was God who saved me from poverty. It was God who saved me from not having any dream or any vision in my life as to what to do. It was God who saved me from a nervous breakdown. And now you're saying, congratulations, Mark. I will not touch his glory. Hallelujah. Amen. The carnal mind sees itself as subject to the world. Ooh. So uh, the Christian, the spiritually minded, sees himself as subject to Jesus Christ as Lord. I'm not subject to climate change. Whether you believe it or you don't believe it, I'm not subject to it. I'm subject to Jesus Christ. He runs my life and he runs my environment. He stills, stills the storms. I'm not run by the economy. I'm not run by inflation. My life is not subject to that. My thinking is not subject to that. He's still my Jehovah Jireh. Hallelujah. So the carnal mind is always thinking it's subject to mortgage rates going up. It's subject to COVID. It's subject, it's subject, it's subject. It's always under. But the spiritually minded is an overcomer in all things we overcome in Christ Jesus. The carnal mind says, says, oh, it's really unfortunate that this happened. Oh, this happened because of luck. The carnal mind sees, you know, oh, this just happened to me. It was really unfortunate. Um, I was really fortunate that I didn't catch that plane that crashed. But the spiritually minded person sees that Jesus Christ is Lord of their life and that God is in control. I give glory to God that he stopped me from getting on that plane that crashed. The spiritually minded person sees Jesus Christ in everything. I can breathe because he's given me the ability to breathe. It's a miracle I can breathe. Hallelujah. I can speak because he gives me the, the ability to speak. Everything is from the Lord. But the carnal mind fails to give God the glory. The carnal mind does not perceive the spiritual world correctly. So even people involved in the occult and witchcraft, they do not perceive correctly because the only way that you can discern in the spiritual realm is by looking through the Word of God. That's why, like that lady was sharing about the tarot cards, how these people she was sharing, you know, they 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 well often they're well motivated people. They they think that 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 good things will happen to them by by clairvoyance and and yoga and tarot cards and so on. But they're deceived. The carnal mind has no true spiritual discernment. So someone will get a charm from from a witch or something to protect themselves. They'll, they'll do all these rituals and so on. They get a charm to protect themselves, not realising that that charm will bring destruction and harm to themselves and all their family members because they lack spiritual discernment. Through the Word of God, we get discernment. The carnal mind, the difference between the carnal mind and the spiritual mind, the carnal mind 
is legalistic. You said this to me. You did this to me. You know, you see people going to court. Someone got murdered and they'll often say, I will never forgive what has been done. The spiritual mind has grace, mercy, forgiveness and love. It's a totally different way of perceiving people and situations. Religious people have a carnal mind. They can be so legalistic. It's about your religion. It's about, you know, what you do in churches. But the spiritually minded person, it's about grace. Praise God. This ministry, we see the grace of God just transforming people's lives like the testimonies you've been listening to. The carnal mind values the opinion of others. The carnal mind values the opinion of others. The spiritual mind values the opinion of God. The spiritual mind listens to the word of God. So the carnal person will listen to the LGBT movement and they'll go, well, they'll listen to it and they'll say, well, you know, same sex is just a form of true love, you know. So they listen, they listen to, to what they're being told by people. The spiritually minded person will go to the word of God to find what true love is. And we find in the word of God that true love is righteousness, is righteousness. And that we can only know true love, the divine love of God, by walking in righteousness. And that there is sin, there's sexual sin, and there's righteousness. The carnal-minded person is listening to what everyone is saying about all these issues. The spiritually-minded person is focused on Jesus Christ and the Word of God. Praise God. You know, there is no grey. It's either hell or heaven, the kingdom of darkness or the kingdom of light. Praise God. The carnal mind quotes facts. The spiritual mind quotes the word. You know, some people are always talking about the facts. Spiritual mind is quoting the word. For example, Jesus said that Lazarus was sleeping. He, you know, he knew that, you know, it was just like he was asleep. He was dead for four days. He stunk. That was the facts. But the spiritual mind of Jesus saw him sleeping. Jesus said, he's sleeping. I go to awake him. Praise God. So the human mind is always based on reasoning, 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 reasoning. You know, um, when I was at the, you know, I was very sick with, with cancer, uh, my natural mind said, you need to write a will because, you know, you haven't got long to live, maybe a few months. You need to write a will. And so I began to prepare a will and with the solicitor. And then I, I looked at where I had to sign. And the spiritual mind said to me, Mark, if you sign that, you'll be six foot under. So I didn't sign the will. I put it in an envelope. And I, I wrote on the outside what my spiritual mind was saying. I will not die but live and declare the works of God. 
Hallelujah. So the natural mind, it reasons. It's based on human reasoning. You need, you need to sign a will. But the spiritual mind says, don't do it. I'm not saying about your situation. I'm saying what the Holy Spirit spoke to me. Okay? That the carnal mind works on logic and human reasoning. But those, that type of logic and reasoning is foolishness to God. Because the wisdom of God, even the foolishness of God, is greater than the wisdom of man, the Bible says. Amen. Now, the spiritual mind, if you really want to go into the depths of a spiritual-minded person, the spiritual mind hates wickedness and evil. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts I get understanding. Therefore, so he's meditating on the word of God. He, the word is as sweet as honey to his mouth. Psalm 119, 103. Then he says, therefore, I hate every false way. Hallelujah. I hate fornication. I hate adultery. I hate homosexuality. I hate Every false way, that's the way to have a spiritual mind because God hates sin. He hates it so much that he wants to redeem you from it by sending his son, Jesus Christ, into the world to die for you. Hallelujah. Praise God. So how can I have a spiritual mind? How can I have a spiritual mind? Well, meditate daily in the word of God, and it will renew your mind. The Bible says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may prove what is the good and acceptable will of God for you. So to have the mind of Christ, you need the word of God. Without the word, the Holy Spirit has nothing to work with. The Word and the Spirit are one. The Word is the weapon, the sword of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. So soak yourself, your mind, in the Word of God. Identify those strongholds of the enemy, bitterness, unforgiveness, lust, jealousy, envy, pride. Identify them. Pull them down in your life and replace them with the thoughts of humility, of love, of forgiveness, Praise God. Have a mind of hope. Have a mind of promise. You know, the devil always wants to rob you, but have a mind of promise. So when you're born again of the Spirit of God, God will give you a new way of thinking, and that new way will come through the Word. He will put new desires and hopes and dreams and love and aspirations in your heart. He'll give you destiny and purpose the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. So let's, let's take a time, take time to repent now of every false thing in our life, whether it's your involvement in the past of the, in the occult, whether it's any type of sexual activity outside of a husband and wife, uh, whether you're jealous, whether it's pride, gossip, it's love of money. So right now, just repent. Can you do that? Because... The carnal mind is an enemy of God. It cannot do what God wants it to do to please him.
So right now, just repent, repent, repent. Confess your sins. Confess your sins right now. If you're sitting with your loved one, confess your sins. Look, I'm really sorry for my anger. I'm really sorry for being argumentative. I'm really sorry for being legalistic. I'm really sorry for thinking I'm right and you're wrong. I'm really sorry for always bringing up the past in our relationship. You know, just repent. Confess your sins one to another. The Bible says that you may be healed. Amen. You know, the Word of God will change your life. You'll be born again, sanctified, cleansed, on fire for God. There's nothing like the Word. Hallelujah. It'll heal you. God says, I sent my Word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. The Lord will give you a new, the Bible will give you a new way of thinking. Praise God. If you meditate on it in the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Praise God. That's right. Just I can see you. You're just confessing your sins. That's right. That's right. You know, um, I'm seeing a, a young lady, unbelief. You, you've said so many unbelieving things in your life. I'm seeing someone else and you've been, you know, spouting, you know, same-sex talk and this type of thing. You know, uh, right now, just, just repent. That's right. Just repent. And there's someone else and you feel like your hands are dirty. You feel this this evil on your hands because you had someone do palm reading or something. And and just confess and the Lord will set you free of this stuff. Someone else, your eyes, your eyes have been affected by by reading the stars, horoscopes. Right now, just, just repent as I'm talking to you. Confess your sins, confess your sins one to another that you may be healed and delivered and free and born again. Praise God. The greatest joy in life, pure joy is the joy of repentance. God loves you. Repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus Christ is my Saviour and Lord. My sins are under the blood, the blood of Jesus. I am forgiven. All condemnation is gone. All accusation is silenced. I am a child of God. Bought by his blood, I have the mind of Christ. The word of God is my weapon. The word of God is my strength, my rock. I thank you, Father, that I'm born again. I'm a new person. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm blessed. I'm prospered in Christ. Heaven is my home. Father, take my life and use it for your glory. Use it. I give you my life, Lord. Whatever you want, here I am. Take me, Lord. Sanctify this temple. Send me, Lord, in the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, defeat miserable fear. Give me the power of God to preach the gospel, Lord, to share Jesus with family and friends. Amen. Amen.